Hey, there we are. Hello, season two. You've reached your ugly head. How's it going? What are we saying? I'm saying, uh, oh, mate, it's spider season. It's season two. Spiders <laughs> all over my house. I fucking hate it. Mate, you should see them here. They're massive. Yeah. I swear they've just been dormant like that fucking one from Lord of the Rings just biding yeah. their time. Yeah, Waiting Aragog. Waiting for the just to move in. Knocking about. Let's just chill out and then go, right, it's time. Take them in their sleep. Yeah, you can hear them like scuttling across the carpet and shit. It is like, it's like <laughs> genuine PTSD for me, man. I hate it. I hate it so much. Can't go to bed. Crushed one in my bed. Can't as well. go to bed. Well, just sat there in a delirious state. Spiders. Look at me, the spiders. Yeah, the owners. Go to bed, darling. Spiders. Spiders everywhere. The owners, I'm cocooned <laughs> in my duvet and they're like wrapping their silk around me, ready to cook and eat me. You've got a line on the floor as well, so you can hear them padding around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's horrific. <laughs> Tremendous. Gareth, are you scared of spiders? No, but I did. <laughs> but in my kitchen corner, I did have a saw a spider. Had a massive spider that took out a bumblebee. It like caught the bumblebee in its web and then took it out. And I watched this bite. In when spirit. you say took it out, like that sounds like a hit. It's like not insect hit. Well, yeah, it did because it <laughs> caught the bumblebee's massive. So it's almost pulling away from the web, and the spider just comes out, starts poisoning it, starts wrapping it, runs away, <laughs> comes back, poisoning it. It's the bumblebee. Try this cup of tea. Ooh, delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get yeah. English bumblebees. It was like. It was like yeah. Poisonous cup of tea. All I probably say, have a cup of tea. Yeah. yeah. Well, I say hello, flower. Nice to meet you. I'm just going to stop off for a cup of chai. <laughs> Delicious. Mm. Best be off. <laughs> Fabulous. Yeah. So that that was my exciting um, spider story. It was also it was, alive. it was also my birthday. This no, it was last. It was the beginning of this week. Hold on. <laughs> No, it's a week ago. Stop it. That's old news. Never mind. But yeah, my birthday's gone. You didn't even sing or send me anything. Thanks, guys. I don't yeah, expect we you to well, that's no, because, At the, at the end of the day, Gareth, if, if yeah. you can't even remember your own fucking birthday, what hope have we got? I remembered it. I'd just forgotten when I remembered it. It's because we can't afford anything because the sponsors still haven't rolled through, Gareth. We got to yeah. we got to try harder you, before sponsors. you get you can't get presents. You yeah. slagging off Weatherspoons is basically means you can't get any birthday presents. I hope you're happy. Yeah. <laughs> if we get one thing out of season two, it's some sort of random sponsorship. We'll try and get David Attenborough to come narrate the spider hits that's going on in your house. <laughs> yeah, that'll be good. That'll be good. At least good, I don't right. kill them in my bed, Irv. Um. <laughs> Well, they ain't paying so, rent. <laughs> our opening guest for season two is from across the pond. It's our second American guest, the lovely Erin. Uh, hey, Erin. It's How's going it well. Thanks for having me. That's all right. You're more than welcome. We're, we're very excited because we've had some absolutely banging bars and pubs from the state. I remember yeah. Ma- Ma- Max Club Deuce is still a fond one. Yeah. So And the Grizzly, the grizzly Peak. Bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what a name. The names are so good in America. I can vouch <laughs> for Grizzly Peaks. It's amazing. It is really good. Grizzly Peaks sounds amazing. We had some absolute classic. So we're very much looking forward to this. And and I would love some confirmation because I've told everyone about this. Do you remember when we met in Edinburgh and you told me that when you watch Tottenham, it's mm-hmm. early in the morning for you guys and you have breakfast beer? Yes. Breakfast massive beer. shout out to our local Spurs bar. Strange Day Brewing, uh, and they actually do make breakfast beers for us. And they had a uh, they they had one awesome. for the North London Derby last year. Four miles, they called it. Nice. Um. Yeah. So they we aren't we aren't watching games there right now because of COVID, but they're still our official home. Nice. And what is the breakfast uh, the beer? The first one was called Breakfast at Grandma's. And what's really cool about this bar, they don't serve any food, but they encourage you to bring your own in if you're going to be hungry. So you can you can nice. you can order it to be delivered or you can bring it in. So a lot of times the supporters will bring in things to share. Um, so the, the breakfast beers go really well with donuts and, you know, nice. typical on the go standard breakfast, right? Ooh, donuts for breakfast. <laughs> which you would not think beer and donuts go together, but. They they do some magic there, <laughs> yeah. Nice. And uh, I was recently I'm so jealous. <laughs> I was recently too. telling a friend of mine who lives in London about this bar and this thing called Growlers. Have you guys heard of Growlers? You know what they are? As in like yeah, one liter. Yeah, 
Yes, exactly yeah. those. What is this? This is this ah, like a like a, ooh, for Stream ooh. Day. So good. And for those of you that don't know what Aaron's showing up, this is going to sound really, really dodgy because you basically just said this is a growler, and I went, "What is that?" So it's the innocent so man. So this in is because I'm a member of the beer club. So every year you get a shirt and this, and you get discounts on beer. So if you're going for matches, of course and you're going to join. Basically, a giant version of those things that we have like to a put thermos in to keep it hot. Is basically what was yeah, yeah. This yeah. is one point nine liters. <gasps> I know that's beautiful. Oh, I know Me- metric coming from an American. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god! I think you were both aiming for different excitement. Then I thought Chris was getting excited about the amount. I'm excited about the amount. I'm excited about the system. That was was beautiful. That was beautiful. I like seeing you guys happy. (laughs) Thanks, Gareth. That's great. Well, so you you bring it in, and 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 that's what you drink up. So you drink it. So this is the takeaway container, right? So because I'm part of the beer club. So you pay an annual membership. Yeah. I can go in once a month and get a fill. And then in between those, oh, I can go in wow. and pay for a fill. And then I can take this home. Well, so you get a free, a free. Yes. It's included month. in the, in the annual membership. Oh. So yeah. Oh, so like dope. I said, massive shout out to strange hey. day in Kansas city. Nice. Big up. Big up. Yeah. Aaron, you've got a membership at that pub mm-hmm. in Ann Arbor. Well, it's not actually Ann Arbor. It was in Black Horse Brewery, Dark Horse. Dark Horse. Black Horse, I forgot. But yeah, uh, a guy from Michigan, Chris, he has membership there, and he gets his own um, ceramic oh, mug. You get no, a ceramic mug. No, I don't have. I don't have a stein or a mug for them from them. Uh, but they have. If you oh. if you Google them, they've got some really cool glasses. They're not like this typical pint glass. Mm. Um, so I don't without. I don't have one. <laughs> I don't actually live at the bar. So that's brown. Yeah. That's good enough. So, yeah, that's yeah. probably good enough. <laughs> the competition <Yeah>. rises. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how does it work? Because as you know, we in this mighty British Isle are very fond of drinking on the street. Is that a green light? No, that's a, no, that's that's a, not a, you a good thing to do. You get ticketed or go to jail depending on how the cops feel oh, about really? you. So when they say, when they say takeaway, they don't mean... Take away to drink on your take way it home. home. I mean, you and take that back drink. to your house and yeah. drink it at your house. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Because I'd like to just put a little um, cultural point here, Narlin. Yeah. You'll be familiar with our trip to Derby. Yeah. And I, I go a win. I go a wandering. I go a missing. And uh, he phones me up because where where are you? And I went. I'm at the pub. He went. What do you mean the pub? I'm having a pint. He went. We haven't got time. We've got to go back to London. So I turn up to the bar at Derby, and I say, Oh, I've got to go in a minute. Back to London. Oh, no problem, we'll do a takeaway. And he gets like a milk jug, like a carton, cardboard milk, cardboard milk carton. Yeah. Fills it up. There you go, young man. Yeah. Take it on. And he went, oh, you're taking the train back, are you? I went, no, no, we're driving. He went, oh, they're perfect for the train because you can drink them on the train. <laughs> Absolutely golden. Yeah. So, yeah, we get, <laughs> you get the nice cool metal. <laughs> growlers we just get well, shitty some, milk this one is this <laughs> one is specific to this bar some of them are glass and they look more like the old-fashioned jugs that you think of if you think of like old bluegrass bands with the washboard kind of thing um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you also cool. like you'll notice if you see american tv or films and somebody's drinking outside they always have it within a paper bag because it's illegal to be seen yeah, drinking yeah. alcohol so you can put uh, it in uh, something else you- and drink it as long as you're not driving but then every state has its own laws as well. So like I live in Kansas City, so it's it's Kansas and Missouri. So Kansas has stricter alcohol laws than Missouri. Like you can't buy it on Sunday, but you can in Missouri. What? You can't right. buy it on a Sunday? Good Lord. How you do you go to Missouri. Survive? Well, I mean, in, go to Missouri. Yeah, you go to Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> that's, on the, that's on the Kansas yeah. City side. Yeah, there Welcome are stores that, that there's, there's, a, there's a, a convenience shop Slash uh, petrol station that had tore down their entire building and moved it 20 feet so they could sell liquor on Sunday because they were their property was Whoa. on the state line border. That's insane. That's mad. How far is Kansas? It's their border. Then? It's a border. Roughly. Yeah. So oh, it's, it's a border. Where thing. I am for so. most of the state, it's a straight line. And then the top quarter or so is the river, the Missouri River. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow. That's nuts. 
So how do you get on, like, meeting your mates at the park and having a drink? Is that just a big no-no? No, you go and have a bag. Um, They've loosened regulations because of COVID, so you can now get margaritas to go. If you go to a Mexican restaurant, you can take them home. Um, But it's it's a very specifically written, this is during the pandemic (laughs) and only for this. Um, yeah, and That's so incredible. you can also get a bottle of wine to go, and that is, sort of thing from restaurants if you're getting food. I think you have to also get food. I'm okay. not sure. Oh, mad. <laughs> yeah, I'm so. How do you so a margarita to go? Did they give it in a margarita glass? Do you know, like, I don't like know. They because th- we have a local brewery, like think Harvey's, like size wise, called Boulevard, and they started doing canned cocktails this year, and their margarita can is what I've been doing when I do margaritas. Okay. Oh, yeah. Of course. Can of the Yeah. Gin, gin and tonic in a can is a yes. staple of British middle class women getting the train into London on a Sunday. <laughs> What's the problem? <laughs> it's only a pound from Emily. Because I was there when there was that scandal because the <laughs> the MP had one on the train. Can't remember. Who yeah, it was. Yeah. Did Diane? Yeah. She yeah. One day. What's She's not problem? driving. You know. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, I'll remind everyone how this works. Um, every guest we do um, their free favourite pubs, bars, clubs, drinking establishments of all time. So we'll start off with number three, your third favourite pub, club, bar, drinking All right. Well, Please, it was my favourite at university, which we call college here. So it's probably, I'm going to be calling it my college bar, but it's a different idea um cool yeah um (laughs) it took me a second to find that word um it's called rockabilly deli and it is in is that max clubs juice i'm I'm hearing calling or is that jealousy i hear on the line (laughs) it is in manhattan kansas and what's what's really interesting about my college town is that and this was a, this was a point of pride for all of us there. There are more bars per square foot in that town than per capita than any other place in the U.S. Well, at least while I was there, that was a few years ago. Um, so it's like a two block district, and it's just all bars and some bookstores and coffee shop, but it's mostly wow. bars. Um, but Bellies is what I you know what we call it, and it was my favorite. And um, I, my my standard was a Boulevard wheat the local Kansas City brewery. Um, and then in the summer, they did some magical concoction that they called a summer beer, summer beer or summer brew. I can't remember. I drank a lot of them when I was in college. <laughs> I, think, I think it was lemonade and beer and maybe, I don't know if it was, I don't know what it was. I drank a lot of them. <laughs> it was great when it was 40 degrees Celsius outside. So, um, but they also, it's also a deli, so you can get nice. sandwiches and crisps and i was gonna say uh, yeah a, i was yeah I was really yeah. focusing on the deli there well just imagine some dude doing his sandwich and at the end going so what would it be is that a coca-cola or a vodka sprite you like, can get a sandwich during yeah. like lunch and dinner time but then at the at, at night the the kitchen close closes and then it's it's beer until right 1 when bar time closes bars close at two you gotta get out by two nice can I ask you a question now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was I was in Ann Arbor. I used to work in University of Michigan. And there they separate the student drinking from downtown. So there's like the little student district of bars. Mm-hmm. So they don't sort of mix with the downtown yeah. bars. Is it like that there? No, nope, it's that just the... everyone together. And then um every Saturday okay. during American football season, um, it's just packed. Like hundreds of people for pre-gaming. <laughs> Post game, if you don't get tickets to the game, you can either go to the tailgate and drink, or stay in Aggieville and drink. I was about to ask about yeah. the tailgating. Like, this is a world that I yes. need to hear more yes. of. Um, tailgating is a way of life, and it, I think I think it, it might just be like a Midwestern thing. It sounds like a rockabilly way of life, to be <laughs> well, honest. Well, you you pack all your food <laughs> and your booze in your car, and you go to the game, and you get your grill out, and you, you you grill in the parking lot, and everybody drinks and. It's, it's that bit. Mm-hmm. It's that jump there. Yeah. You pack your food, you pack your beer, yep. Yep. you get your grill out. Like, like you... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's got a grill. There's, yeah. there's, the there's, grill there's small-sized grills, and they're, they're four tailgates. Are these like the ones you get here that are disposable? No, they're, they're, like, like legit they're legit grills, grills, just on a smaller scale. So they're about the size yeah, of the disposable so- ones that you can get at Mars. You know? 
I wanted to see like an episode okay. of uh, of Midwestern Pit My Ride where like Exhibit is stuffing cars full of George Foreman's. Not George Foreman's. Like, yeah, real grills with like the charcoal oh, and real fire. Like, like if you're really fancy grills. about it, you might, oh, have, you might have a gas grill too. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers want to see this. You see what come out the tailpipe? Sausages. <laughs> he got to the gas station. He ain't filling up the car. He's filling up the grills, huh? <laughs> We also That's tailgate great. for our football, our uh, soccer football. So what have we got, though? So us four are off to the game. So we've loaded up the car with the grill, uh-huh. the meat, the beer. We get to the... Is it yeah. just the car park outside yeah. the stadium? Yeah, That's and you I bring imagine. chairs and tables if right. you want, no, but no. not. you don't always sit down. I don't usually sit down. No, we'll be sitting hold in the back of the truck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, but where do you watch the game? Oh, no. Going into the, the, the stadium? Park, the car this park opens up four hours before first kick. So you go in. Oh, yeah, so you, you drink. You drink. Sober up during the game if you have to drive home, or if somebody else is driving you home, you keep drinking. Love it. We don't condone that type we, of action we, on, not, this, not here. on this show. Yeah. You can buy alcohol yeah. on Sunday here, but you can't drink right. and drive. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, sta- <laughs> the stadium is in Kansas. Yeah. So you can't buy. You can't, you can't buy, you can't buy like a case of beer, but you can, you can okay. order it at a bar, but you can't, you can't get like a, a thing to go, like a takeaway, like a bottle or a case. Then you, but mm-hmm. you can bring it across the border. Yeah. From yeah. America's Lori, free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the quotation marks there. <laughs> so before a game, yeah. Aaron, would you hit up Rockabelly or would you just not go to So in college. Depending on when kickoff was, if it was like a 6 p.m. game, you mm. like you were saying in Ann Arbor, you separate the adults from the kid drinkers and drinking age is 21. So yeah. if you a lot of times what we would end up doing as students, because we were poor, is we would buy our booze and take it with us because you have to tip as well and pay for whatever you're getting at the bar. So if you take a case yeah. of beer to the stadium, it's way cheaper. And then you're there. But what what the school is really good at is they bus people from the Ville to the stadium for free. So you can go to the Ville, order, buy drinks, eat food, get on a bus, go to the stadium, come back to the Ville after the end and continue partying. Nice. Wow. And what? What's your colors? What was your university team colors? No, no. The whole town is purple. (laughs) Everyone wears purple. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I remember the first day I got to Ann Arbor, it was a match day and everybody's in maize and blue. And I was mm-hmm. so freaked out because maize and blue are stupid colours. I mean, you're just like, these people have such bad taste. What the fuck's going on in this town? And then mm-hmm. I find out it's match day. Oh, bro. So, yeah. so Gareth came over with queer eyes still in his eye, in his head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not happy be, with the colour scheme. Oh, yeah, no, it was. I know, like, it's a weird. spruce up. Yeah, because everybody's yeah, just wearing yeah, blue yeah. and yellow. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and I didn't know what the hell was going on. I thought I'd got into this weird cult town where everybody <laughs> has mildly bad color combos. What's funny about yeah. K-State is that <laughs> on any given day on campus, people are wearing K-State clothes. So you've got purple hoodies, yeah. purple backpacks. Like, literally, the town is purple. Yeah. See, I got into it after a few years. After living there for a while, I started, I've got loads of and it, yeah, um, the hooks get in you, and the, you're, yeah. you're part of it. They do. It's so much fun. It gets so good. That whole town on the on the day yeah, of the day. football match yeah. is so much fun. <laughs> oh my god, it is incredible. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Oh shit! Is drug dealer going around? Going around did get good. Do you want to buy some M gear? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Hey, <laughs> I got hooked on. Oh, you have three years. I got hooked on M Gear Boys. Oh yeah, Gareth. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's so, so okay. So when we had Chris on mm-hmm. ages ago, back in season one, we said to him because it's was it twenty one, Gareth, to drink in yeah twenty one everywhere was. here yeah, and it was nineteen in Canada, and they used to go Across down to Canada to go drinking. They called it the the beer runner, so they had a name the for it. Hockey the hockey run or something. Yeah, 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 the hockey run. That's right, because they they'd fill their car up with hockey bags so they wouldn't get checked. Yeah, clever. Mm. <laughs> so 
is it you had to wait to 21 or was it like the parents are going out for someone's mate and they've got a free house and they know someone and you know when does the drinking first start because here right. as we're rapidly learning we start weirdly early yeah yeah it's not like you could get away with it in the rockabilly either, uh, could you? you know everyone gets carded so it, it's it's a thing that right. track your id uh and and it's been a while i think you have to i think you have to card <laughs> until you as a bartender, until they look 40. So if they look anytime under 40, you have to card. Mm-hmm. 40? Yeah. I got so here, here it's program. 25, and yeah. there it's 40. Yeah, when I got carded last summer going into Spiegelton, wow. I was like, thank you so much. Because I knew it was 25, and I was like, I am not 25. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Probably explains why Americans are so much more cheery than us, because they're constantly getting a little, <laughs> yeah, well, little compliment. It's like, oh, oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's a fucking yeah. insult. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I would tell you keep me away from my beer. I would get mm-hmm. ID'd. You know, in my in my late thirties, and if you didn't yep, have the ID, yep. they wouldn't serve yeah. you. Even though I have, obviously... I have a liquor license, so you have to like you have to pay to get a liquor license to be able to work in an establishment to sell it. And if if the if the mm. the equivalent of like a health inspector comes in um, and that sees you selling and you don't have a license, you can get in trouble and your establishment can get in trouble. So if if they, for whatever yeah. reason, catch you not carding someone who's 38, you can get in trouble. Yeah, because I was so surprised. And you just, yeah, it was weird because they just wouldn't serve you. And you're like, I've got gray hairs. I'm not. You know. <laughs> I, had, I had my first gray hair in 21. I don't think that that's a... Okay, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. No. Yeah, I should have taken it as a compliment. But really, some people start drinking way young. Yeah. Like high school, some mm. in middle school. I remember in middle school, which is, um, so kindergarten is five years old, and then it's first through high school. I'd be surprised so, if they were well, getting on Well, no, but just to set, because like, I know you guys have years, and they're named different things than us. So, like, so kindergarten yeah, yeah, yeah. is the first year when you're five, and then first grade is when you're six, and it continues after that. So in middle school, which is seventh yeah. and eighth grade, for me anyway, it was seventh and eighth grade. They've changed it. So it was like 12 and 11, 12 and 13, basically those ages. Some kids were drinking them, right. but you knew who those kids were. And if you were a good kid and you cared about your grades, you did not, you know. <laughs> but then so, in high yeah, school, yeah. it got a little bit easier because friends had siblings. Yeah. yeah, that's what I always wonder. That's how it's done. Because I think I couldn't imagine yeah. until 20. And then you always have some parents who are like, I'd rather my kids drink with their friends here. Give me your keys. Stay here. Mm. Like, I will watch you. You can be as stupid as you want. Give me your keys so you don't leave. That's the thing. Because I think it's so important to learn, like, where your limits are. Young, I, like, yeah, I think so. Or is it 21? It's like, like, Nolan, when we first started uni, there were those guys, you look at them and you're like, how have you never had a drink before? Yeah, yeah. Like, it was like their first taste yeah. of drink and they went mental. And they weren't religious either. No. They yeah. Just obviously yeah. If you, if, if your whatever. first drink is when you're 21, you, you can definitely see the kids in college who didn't drink before it was legal because their last two years of college, they're just partying all the time like yeah wrecked. yeah yeah exactly. and it's a struggle yeah. to get through and get to class but if you if if you decide to break the law and teach yourself how to deal with your liver and booze then you can kind of find the balance but are you guys allowed like here you can give if you elected to you could give your seven-year-old son a glass of wine and as long as it's in your house but we don't condone it, folks. Right. We don't. I'm not saying. I'm not saying give your seven-year-old son a glass of wine. Yeah. Wait till he's fucking beer. eight years old. We're not psychopaths, all right? Yeah. Eight is fine. Seven. I too think. Young. I think like, church is the only even... thing, like the sacrament. I think that's the only thing that you can have under. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So your dad yeah. can't even be like, "Here's some beers. Enjoy." I don't think technically it's legal. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. My dad used to give me. My dad More, used to give me tastes, know? like legitimately just sips of beer and. He, I, I give him so much shit because I think he has the worst taste in beer. So I thought I hated beer because I had only tried the beer that he drank, which is like Coors Light. And that's kind of it. So I thought that's uh, what beer was. And then when I went to college and I had my first Boulevard wheat, I was like, this is, this is like, this is beer. I like this. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, the, beer, the beer I miss, you really struggle to get it here, but your, is your Miller with the eagle on? Yeah. Miller, Miller High Life, is... the champagne of beers. I love Miller. Oh, it's lush. It is good. That's about the only one that I will concede. 
I I, I think probably been fifteen years since I've had one. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Go. She was seven yeah, when she last had one. I was in college. <laughs> So we've, we've bashed in with Rockabilly Deli, mm-hmm, uh, a bit of tailgating mm-hmm. for good measure. Um, and it's the only place I'm aware of that is both a deli and a bar. Yeah, so similar, similar to how you have pub food. It's, you know, it's sandwiches, okay, cool. and it, if it's chilly, if it's winter, um, salad in the summer, hummus, pita, Sweet. crisps, okay. those things. Cool. I'm in. I'm, I'm converted. It sounds, Coming sounds over. like a good place. Um <laughs> so what is our what is our number two then? I will give you the first pub I went to in England. Oh yes. National Anthem <laughs> intensifies. <laughs> it is in Pet in Sussex called Two Sawyers. Boom. Mm-hmm. The Two Sawyers. That leads me beautifully on to the question I wanted to ask you, which was can you remember A, your first pint out of a pump? B your first introduction to English beer. And it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. while you were here in England. It could be on American shores. It's like, I was mortified when I went to America and Canada. The guys would pick up on me and my dad's rural accent and be so proud to show us the cider they'd got. And it was Strongbow and it was shit. But to them, it was like the creme, the creme de la creme. They were so happy to show you it. And you had to break it to them like, it's really yeah. not that great. <laughs> I'm lucky because Boulevard Brewery is in my hometown. So they they pump out quality beer and like I said earlier they do cocktails now and I have I've only tried the the marks but um, Boulevard Wheat has been my standard go to since I hit adulthood legally adulthood um, I don't know what my first English beer was to be honest with you I don't know if it was here or if it was there I don't know okay. I tend to I have an app um, that I track my new pace my, my my what I try in beer um, and I can't. Um, Ooh. so yeah a, a yeah palette list um so i tend to like i'd go into a pub and i'd be like what do you have that i haven't had and just keep trying new things i barely got into kind of a rut when i was in the uk last year yeah good good this is exactly what we want on this that's <laughs> <laughs> one of the best things i've ever heard what could you give me that the others can't yeah. if you're traveling <laughs> you know like a lot of people want to do like the local whatever that happens to be so i did uh, like the seasonal harveys that tended to be what people would be like oh this is this just came out try this um whatever it happened to be because i got that's there in incredible. april and i left at the end of spring so september 1 is when it came back so Really, I just tried what I what I could afford and what my liver could deal with. Nice, yeah, smart, yeah. smart thinking. <laughs> so, what was like when you when you when you saw what what drew uh, what what drew you to the two? So, sides? I have a friend um, who is kind of he's the one who who started bringing me over to the UK in in terms of doing theater type stuff, and he was like, "You're very suited for what we have over here. Give it a shot." Um, and so I did, and nice. he lives on the south coast and his family where they were like we're gonna take you to a pub and we all got in the car and we went to two sawyers and that's where i had my first pie and that's where i had my first my first pint <laughs> that's amazing that's where i had my first pie <laughs> yeah that wasn't no? a question but i love it <laughs> <laughs> cool and what did you think? Was it as you'd expected? The typical response to every American going over there is everything is so old. Because, like, I yes. I, yes. I live in an old building, but it's, like, in its infancy compared to anything there. So going to haste. I mean, I'll stop you. You want to talk about things that are old. Gareth can remember when the pub was called One Sawyer. <laughs> that wasn't even a good joke. That wasn't even a good joke. No, it's just funny because you're old. <laughs> Don't call Chris old, you twat, darling. I'm sorry, but it's really bad in America. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Erin's cool. It's fine. She, yeah. she buys beer on Sunday. <laughs> okay, good. Doesn't change that you're not. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, I I don't I don't know this pub, so I don't remember when it was just called one Sawyer or two Sawyers. So up yours, Chris, you're wrong. It, it's um, and what's you it can called? See, you know, what? the old the old beams. And what I found really exciting because I'm, okay. I'm a I'm a short human being is that the old buildings in Hastings and the and the South Coast where I first was in England are all mm. built for men who were my size. So I was like, I felt like oh, no. a, like a king. Like I finally walked into a place and I was like, this is built oh. for how I'm built. Like everything that's supposed to be at Imagine high level is so high level. Doorknobs are right where my hand are, you know, hands are instead of up here. <laughs> I know. 
I feel so damn nice. short right now being five foot four. No, you're still like, taller I'm than in the me. Wrong fucking era. <laughs> no, I know, but yeah. like, we would have yeah. been average mm-hmm. height or even tall mm-hmm. back in the day. <laughs> you would have been a giant in those days, darling. <laughs> um, you're a giant nowadays, darling. <laughs> Thank it's you. Not about Meta- metaphorically height. speaking. Um, what was I going to say? What is it? Anyway, you guys seem to... Hold on, I'm just going to throw something at Chris for a second, Aaron, because he's being witty and saying... Yeah, he's Chris, what is a soya? I, I, do you know... I've no idea, Gareth. Yeah, uh, eat it, Chris. What? Eat it. Out with somebody who cuts guy. wood. Fuck yourself. Uh, somebody who, who wields a saw somebody and what? cuts wood. Somebody who saws like a lawyer okay. deals with law. A sawyer deals with wood. Oh shit! And you and that's a hundred percent, Aaron. We don't pass on well, did, wrong information did they, on the did they have like, that. I'm not going to stake my fortunes on it, but I I would say yes, probably. If you want to Google it, did they have like? Decorative swords <laughs> in the pub, then. Oh, well, there you well, go. Yeah, there's there's you know, like, like six, foot, six foot long saws feuds. where it takes two people to operate, one on each side, to cut down woodlands, you know? Yeah. Oh, funny mm-hmm. old timey saws. I know them very well because we watched Nala. Do you remember the uh, Lumberjack Olympics in lockdown? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We oh, did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was quite something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. The Sawyers. Yeah, two the Sawyers. Two Sawyers. Yep. So it's for those yep. big long saws. Okay, that's a, that's a good point. Chris, I noticed you didn't know when you'd made that stupid takes, joke. Takes two people yeah, to cut down the case. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the Sawyers. I can't believe you brought him on this show, darling. Gareth, Why did you bring Gareth, Chris you, along? You cut Chris into right? his soul. <laughs> he hasn't got a soul. <laughs> He's only got two souls on the soles of his feet. Oh, that, that's it. That is his souls. <laughs> anyway, anyway, all we have to say to him, darling, is fuck you, Chris. Fuck you, Chris. Sorry, I'm so offended. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, sometimes I just get so violent when I see Chris. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, okay, what so flavor what... was the pie? What's that? <laughs> what Damn flavor it. was the pie? Mm-hmm. The pie? What was your no, beer? I don't what, remember. what beer did you drink with the salmon do, pie? Was it a, was it a bitter or a or a lager? It, it or probably a... was somewhere along the lines of an IPA, based on who I was with and what he yeah, tends think... to know I like. Is probably close to some sort of pale ale. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Now then, what's your view on eating salmon with a pale ale? I, do you think a pale ale is a good drink to go with salmon pie? I like salmon and I like pale ales. I I don't see why they can't be combined. I'm in. Good work. Well done. That was a good choice in food and drink, yeah. according to that. <laughs> we won't ask Chris. Don't ask Chris. Chris, Chris drank a pint of piss and was happy. So we're not going to talk to him about it. Do you know what's funny, though, about me getting a salmon pie? Because I live in the middle of the continent in the States. I don't eat fish here because it, it you have to put it on, yeah. a, on a train or a plane and it takes days to get here. So I only ate fish in England. Are you not for the first time ever, though. Except for except for when I was really no. young and at Catholic preschool during Lent. We would have like tuna yeah. So the first we'd time have, like, the first that sounds like a totally different yeah, scarred memory. Yeah, we would have like tuna one. casserole on Fridays. But that was that was it. That's all I ate. So I didn't that that was like my first taste of fish. First taste of fish in a in a, pie. In a, in a, in a pie. Chris, did I break wow, you again? That is incredible. Yeah. yeah. This is like someone out of a fucking Charles Dickens novel. Now and I they feel did not really... try their first fish till their twenties. <laughs> now you made me feel really parental towards Chris. You have actually broken him. I've never seen Chris. He's like his mind won't. Oh, I wish I was there to give you a hug, Chris. I'm sorry. That's all right. That's, I just that, my that's head about that. the same look that I got from from Chris when we met, and I told him I was a Tottenham fan. Yeah, yeah, that was quite. Mm-hmm. That was quite. Amazing. I think we have a picture of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, think we, yeah. I think we do yeah. somewhere. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I'm so Ooh. excited. I throw my phone. Yeah. So, what is the Kansas City team? Is it in the MLS, MLS or? And the, we, we have, yeah, it we is, have or... a secondary squad uh, that's in the USL. We used to have a women's team, but they, okay. they moved to Utah. <laughs> Just up sticks when they find out about the Sunday licensing laws. They were like, Fuck. <laughs> we won, we won two championships and then they moved. And so it, it was kind of like, yeah, you know, very frustrating. Oh, um, but we also yeah. have an indoor club, so we're we're pretty much a, sol- a mm. solid soccer town. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, no, Ann Arbor had a team. We were playing Detroit all the time. Much better team, Ann Arbor. We'd go to Detroit to watch the game. Amazing. That we'd always beat them. Is it USL? Oh. Do you know? 
<laughs> yeah, stuff you, Detroit. Is it well, in the yeah, USL? I, I don't know a lot of that. The USL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was in the, it was in the Great Lakes. It was called oh, the, the Great League. Lakes okay. League then. I'm okay. not sure what it yeah. is now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, really good. They were brilliant. And Abba, I still love you. You're the greatest soccer team ever. <laughs> no, they were really good. They were really amazing. We would play, and Detroit were really good. But Detroit were a bit, you know, they were a bit like Chelsea, and Ann Arbor was a bit like Arsenal, you know. It was, it was really well, good. One it was, was really... a Russian billionaire, and the other was just genuinely shit. No, one was a bit, one was a bit sort of tougher, and and yeah, and Ann Arbor was a bit sort of you know silent at the ground and stuff. But we would come through. I remember one game we were losing to Detroit. You've got no fans. Where they play. I'm, I'm in the middle of a good story here, darling. You keep your little mouth <laughs> <No>, down. <laughs> we were down 2-0. <laughs> and then we brought on the stud. Was it 2-0 or 2-1? It was 2-1. What last last quarter. Who are you asking that to? What's he talking about? What? <laughs> Carry on. Carry on. Yeah. No, I and mean, we were down. It was like the last few minutes and we brought on the stud. And he was an ex-Detroit player. I forgot what his name is. But he scored two blinding goals. We beat them. Right at home, we hammered them. And it was beautiful. Well and we won the league. Yeah. My story was going to be better. I want to just explain. I was on a roll. Yeah, and then those know, two started doing that weird laughing. And that totally <laughs> fucked my story up. I was Sorry. Have you all there I, with me I, could, I was, just pic- I was picturing you being a football commentator. Yeah. It was, it was really it was good. Really and then it was that guy that used to play for this team. No, and it's really but good. Now he doesn't. Was it, is, it, yeah. is it 2-0 or 2-1? Two yeah. Is it 2-0 yeah. or 2-1? Who are you asking? I don't, I don't know. know. Sharks. It's just me and Sharks. <laughs> you Detroit just... is shit two minutes later. Now, Detroit are actually quite good. Yeah, I'm It's not Arsenal and Chelsea. Either, either yeah. shit yeah. the scores One is a two-goal two difference or okay and it's 2-1. Yeah, mm. I think it was 2-1. No, it's two. They were winning 2-0. No, <laughs> fuck it, we won. I can't remember because now you guys have distracted me with your nastiness. Okay? But the funny thing is, Detroit FC, mm-hmm. Detroit Football Club, was the one that I used to go and watch by Whoops Point Down Arbor. But they were in a mood because Detroit might get oh, an MLS mm-hmm. team and yep. then they'd have to be called Detroit. And it's not really fair because Detroit's already got a football team, which is really good. Not as good as Ann Arbor, but really good. What, anyway, what a journey! You've ruined my story. I was going to do this. this going to last the whole episode. An amazing story, but anyway, <laughs> don't carry on. Anyway, um, I think we probably know the answer. But in in England, um, Hubble Hub. bar, good, good. We knew this. We knew this. How do you find it? How do you find the culture? Is it? Is it? Markedly different, like in the like, in the drinking establishments I, or at large. Drinking establishments, I think, because I it's been a while since I've been to Canada. But I don't know what you think, Gareth. You know, I don't live in Canada. It's like, yeah, I know you don't. <laughs> it's my only frame of reference. Drinking. So <laughs> One day you will. Let's we'll see what happens in November. <laughs> yeah, uh, as you you're the only one we can know that can drink in America and has done, Gareth. Yeah. So my memories of of trying to go out for like a drink was it was very very male dominated, classic like. We were in like the, the sort of flatlands up near Alberta, so it was all like everyone had a massive truck thing, and it was all very like stereotypical Stetson hat, and all a bit like in the West. Really, is this real? Yeah, you're in the Rockies. Yeah, yeah but like, proper, mm-hmm. yeah, and it was just you, you couldn't like you wouldn't say, "Oh, come on, guys, let's go for a drink and chat shit all day," because it just wouldn't that environment sort of didn't exist. But maybe I was going to the wrong place. I think you were. I I loved the pubs in America. It took. I got a bit, it took a bit of time to get used to table service, mm. but I learned to love it. And also, I, I, you know, I don't think there was that much difference, except there was slightly less mixing. Of people. But that's not when you get, <laughs> yeah, people, yeah. you sort of have mm-hmm. people at different tables. <laughs> yeah, not the drinks, we don't just pour all our drinks in one glass. <laughs> and then pass the COVID around each other. I mean, that's kind um, of what's <laughs> happening now. So. We don't do that. Yeah, yeah, no, I loved, I loved pubs in America. Such beautiful thing. Oh, I missed them. So when, when I'm here, have the strong beer. primarily my choice falls to where can I watch the match? Because that, that's the kind of person I am. Mm. So even in Edinburgh, I the pubs that I went to, if I wasn't going with my friend, were who's showing Spurs. So I can't remember the site, but I found a site that was like, this pub has this game. And I just would walk and land myself there. And yeah, yeah. Good, mm-hmm. Well, idea. that's why we're friends, Chris. <laughs> Uh, but the same thing when i moved to kansas city after uni was where can i watch k-state games because if you don't have it on you know if you don't have cable like sky sports it's expensive 
So it, you know, you go end up going to a pub. So um, here I tend to go to where I can see a game or where my friends choose. So depending on the group, you know, there's there's a whiskey bar. Or we go out for Margs, but it's always like we're going for whiskey or we're going for Margs or it's it's football time. But the main the nice. main cool. di- difference culturally, which it's gonna I'm gonna bring it down a, a bit with this, is that men here are way worse to me in a bar than men in the UK. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. what I was getting at because we'd we'd have I'd have me me sister and me mother, and it's the sort of place you, you just wouldn't you didn't feel like oh we can mm-hmm. relax and chill out like yeah I think yeah. one of my and it's not even like a crazy story but what one of the moments my last year at uni I was in a in my favorite dive bar in the Ville and these guys walked up to me and they started chatting to me and and I just point blank looked at both of them I was like you know because they said can I buy you a beer what are you drinking and I was like you don't have to buy me a beer they're like no well we want to buy you a beer and I'm like here's the thing you can buy me a beer I will drink it but I am not sleeping with you yeah yeah but for (laughs) my bluntness they bought me and my friend I was there with both of us drinks and they were like we will leave you alone but because you were honest about it here's a drink anyway have a good night and walked away so when I'm when I'm in pubs in the UK if I'm bothered by a guy, it's because I'm wearing a football shirt and they don't expect a woman to know her shit when she's watching a match. And then when I open my mouth and they realize not only am I a woman, but I'm an American woman, then they really want to school me on what football is all about, which doesn't work. Yeah. So it's it's usually like, you know, I will stare at them until they get British enough that they feel awkward and they just walk away. Yeah, I was going to say. Which is way better than me feeling like I'm going to be attacked. No, if I'm just like staring into their soul, like you're bothering, then that that English bit will take over and they kind of. Yeah, because you only have to damage them psychologically to then watch them scuttle away into some beer soaked corner and cry. (laughs) It's a good corner, right? Darling, do you have a lot of experience of this as well in pub? Me? Yeah, you seem to know. <laughs> you seem to describe that scene very well. I, speak I, I seem Allen to witness it because I'm not a football fan. I don't follow football. If I go to the pubs, I do witness it a lot. Like I, I do. Yeah, there's concern. a lot of mansplaining about football. Know. Yeah, yeah, I get that quite a bit because I don't know shit about football. I can play football and I can watch it, but yeah, I assume that that, that yeah. is the case. But the thing is, worse in America, like you're saying, it's just that American confidence that guys. Well, I don't even know that it's confidence. Court. I think it's just a warped form of manifest destiny that's like oh you're here i can conquer you wow i mean that's that's our whole we got it from you guys first so you know like that the whole imperialism came from you and then we're just your rebellious teenage son who's not that rebellious rebellious <laughs> but the, the whole yeah. the whole idea of the continents here it's ours and that the whole manifest destiny mm-hmm. was just a, a concept that established us as the imperialistic force that we are and then along came tailgating <laughs> <laughs> Actually, on that, I had a I had a Honda CRV, um, 1999, and it had a table in the back, flat in the boot that you could use for tailgating. Mm-hmm. It was heavenly. That's how great America is. They put fucking tables. When you bought it from the car salesman, did he like tap the roof and then the table came out the back? Like, yeah, this baby can <laughs> this baby can tailgate anywhere. <laughs> It's been Darling, it, it was seven. 1999. It's almost as old as you, but <laughs> <laughs> you had to fucking manually take the table out. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good. Uh, right, well, we've come to, to the Holy Grail, Erin. Hmm. Your favourite drinking establishment. Oh, it was really hard to narrow down. And so I, I kind of decided based on how much time i spent at these two places it was was kind of a tie but i'm gonna go with with one and i'll I'll list both of them one was the welly in brighton because we spent a lot of time there post production and fringe but the montpelier in hove was the one that after so i took a show over that i wrote and i produced and i brought american actors over and um we they basically um the the guy who runs it was amazing his name was ash and my actors were staying in rooms that he'd rented like they have an inn above it and so after the show he was like come back and have a couple drinks and he basically had a lockdown for us so it was my two actors one of my actors um husband's husband and my mom who has never been a big drinker, but she came over for my show and we drank copious amounts of alcohol to the point that I had to text one of my actors this morning and be like, what was the name of the place that you lived for 
fringe because I couldn't remember it. And he was like, I don't know. So I had to go back through my emails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. That is incredible. The talk, what, what, the Montpellier. So, so wait, how, why does the, the welly get an honourable mention and not take the creature? Um, I don't, I, I don't know. I think it was just because, you know how post-show, your, all your, your hormones and adrenaline and everything is just flying? Like like the drug that it is, why yeah. we all do theater. I think that's what what's, what clinched it. it was because of the circumstance and because yeah, yeah, he yeah, actually course. let my actor play songs in the pub to promote our show and handed out flyers and was so oh, sick. just amazing about everything. You know, because sometimes it's hard when you when to find lodging for actors for two weeks when you're foreign and you're like, hi, I'm an American and I have actors coming over and people are like, nope, I don't want to deal with that. Um, but yeah. he was great. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Good. Good. This one here. <laughs> yes. Was, was it, was it, was it, um, cause Hove is on the, it's, on, mm-hmm. it's near Brighton, isn't it? Down by the sea, was it yep. down by the sea yep. front? Just a, couple, was it? just a couple of blocks. He is my American. Um, I, I want to say like a mile from the sea. Did you see it? Did you see the scene? Not from the pub because it was facing north. But from the yeah, if you went okay. around the corner, you could. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds but lush. you know what's funny is <laughs> until last summer, I didn't know what a pub lock-in was. So the term lock-in for me, oh, yeah, have you was. have I told you guys this? I don't know if I have. Uh, the lock-in term for me meant a church group, a Jesus Prison. church group of teenagers locked into a space overnight to learn about Jesus and how not to have sex. What? So the idea well, so of... we're going on about uh-huh. how great a lock uh-huh. we have the other night. Like, you're thinking, what, what is the this fuck? Like... <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but your idea to teach teenagers not to have sex is to get teenagers and lock with them adults, in a room together. With adults. Everybody, yeah, <laughs> everybody point, stays awake all night. The point. whole idea is be sexually frustrated and do nothing about it. <laughs> what? Like a healthy, I'm sure, healthy I'm sure they don't let priests in those rooms. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they wouldn't include priests in that thing. No, that's a very much a European problem. <laughs> so I, I never went to a lock in as a teenager because I wasn't like I'm not I'm an atheist. So there was no you know, I had mm. friends who were Christian and they would say, you know, we we have the lock in, you know, whatever, and it just sounded like hell to me. So I suppose lock in lock-ins aren't that much different. I mean, it's not like you're having sex when you're in a lock in. You just yeah. carry on drinking and it actually stops mm-hmm. you going somewhere to have sex. So it might be the it might be a similar thing. Maybe it's God God's wants you drunk. Ban for keeping yeah, basically smelly people who have been out all drinking already. Doesn't want you procreating in his in his image or whatever the hell you do. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the first time yeah. I was invited to a lot <laughs> in Edinburgh, has... I was like, I don't really think that's my job. Ja- like, I don't, I don't think that's my scene. And they're like, Why not? <laughs> <laughs> At what point in the Montpellier did you realize he was having oh, a lock in? No, did they announce it, it or did you just hear? At, at, in Edinburgh for Frank, and somebody said, We're having right. hosting a lock in tonight. And I was like, What? And then they told me, and I, and I was like, I don't understand. And so I was told, Oh, you were part of another lock in at, um, actually, it was at the Welly, it was a different group of people. And I was like, Oh, well, why did that there too? So I was no longer a lock-in virgin. Nice, but you weren't aware it was in a lock-in. So all I just, you thought you I just knew that they shut the door. The landlord. <laughs> <laughs> but I was with my friends, and nobody seemed concerned. Everybody yeah. was really happy. So go with it. When in Rome. <laughs> then that guy stood up in the corner and started reading verse, yeah. and you know, mm-hmm. just yeah. shrugged it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All our clothes yeah. stayed on. It was quite, quite what I expected. <laughs> was it? Um, yeah. Was it fairly pricey the Montpellier? Uh, you know what? I was paying for my mom, two actors, and the husband, and myself, and the damage was not awful. Yes. Okay. Not awful. Ooh. That is surprising for both. I'm going to write that. Not for, awful. For you know what is it? For five adults drinking, the damage it didn't break the bank. For me to pay for it with my production money. Mm. I think it was part of. Well, if anyone's down in the in Hove, check yeah. out the Montpellier. Yeah. Shit. Mm-hmm. I might have to go. Yeah. Ash is great. Did anyone um, used to do what I did post show and have a cheeky can in the wings to crack open when uh, when we finished? I'm a tech. I never had that option. Uh, no, alas. Alas. <laughs> That's the only way forward, the only true way forward for any fringe. But, <laughs> you know, 
at, at 11 p.m. or 1 a.m., yeah. whatever time your last show is done, <laughs> going home and have it. Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. So there's two, no, yeah. there's three more questions, actually. So, maddest story slash encounter slash pub experience slash randomer in a bar who turned to you and went, August, I'm going to tell you. What, what can you bring? Oh, you know, I have thought a lot about this over the last few days, and partially because of my age and the amount of alcohol that I drank when I was around 20 or so years old. I don't remember a lot of things. But we hear this story. I was drinking at a bar during the World Cup. Watch, It was during the U.S. women versus lionesses. In ha- I was in Hastings. And this guy comes up to me. And after he couldn't mansplain football to me, he started explaining Brexit to me and telling me, why, why it was bad for immigrants to come into our country. And I'm like, do not, do not and that hear man my that turned accent. out to be Mr. Boris Johnson. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm a foreigner. And he was like, oh, you're not the kind of foreigner. I'm like, oh, because I'm white. And he just went, just blank, just full, uh, oh, crap. I don't know what to say because I've been caught. And <laughs> he was like, no, but here's why Brexit is good. So I asked him a few questions. And then I, I, I kind of got to a, a point of where his career would be post-Brexit. And I asked him a question and he was like, that's what Brexit means. It means that we're going to have to refigure out trading and, and all of that. And it's going to cost me money. Can I revote? Do you kind of like had a, had a bit of a, what we'd call question time? Yeah, and I then- guess. <laughs> yeah, what you I would call. We wouldn't call. I don't know what they would call. It was just weird because he came yeah. as well, anti-immigrant with me not being British, yeah. and then I ended up turning him to to remain within three minutes. <laughs> nice, that's good. I see. Yeah. I, I <laughs> sort of sense how we're all exhausted about it lately today. If you see, I mean, we were so exhausted uh-huh. by Brexit. Mm-hmm. Whatever side you're on now, it's like it's like. I mean, today actually, the news is they're going to break the agreement. Break it, or maybe not. Law, Gareth, what's, what's the law anymore, anyway? <laughs> There's no yeah. problem when you're Boris. <laughs> yes, that's it. Da, 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 da. You better see the problems, boy. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Did you not think of what else you could sway this bloke on? Like what other well, things you could easily turn was, him to? I, I, like I, convince he was right-handed and see if you can make him right? left-handed. By I, the end one, of the night. I really wanted to be left alone because there was 15 minutes left in the match, and both my 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 adopted country and my home country were playing each other. So I had a lot of stakes in this match, and I I didn't want him to. Well, I didn't want to build up his confidence in any way that he thought he could take me home. So nice. I good. was he good looking or was he know. really old? I was watching the game. <laughs> he might he, he might be jumping balls. It wasn't the just one here. guy. It was the whole pub. Yeah. In Erin's head, it was one bloke. The reality was it was various opinions. <laughs> you know. And I was with yeah. my mate. And he was like, he was watching the game, just sort of like, I don't want to deal with this. If you can shut it down, shut it down. So as soon as I got him to question everything about his life, I was like, I'm going to watch the rest of this, okay? Because <laughs> that's, that's, that's kind of what you you have to, I mean, it's, it's a thing that, that femmes know. If, you, if a guy's coming on to you, you get him to question himself. And either he, he does it to a point where he walks away, or he does it to the point where he feels like he can apologize to you, and then, then you're, you're safe, you're free. Depend, I mean, there are, there are some dudes that that's not true, but you kind of start to learn. Um, the quickest way to disarm somebody yeah. who comes up to you in a bar. And for this guy, it was take away his confidence in this moment. Yeah. Okay. Uh, You're going to start using that technique now, Narlin. Yeah, I need to yeah. practice it, I think. I don't think I've got quite the chops as Aaron no. does. I think after we have after we um, finish this, you should spend half an hour talking to Narlin about how to deal with all the action he gets in the bars. Of Any, anything to, to eradicate or women. The, the, the scumbag men that will, the trashy men that will do that. Yeah, I'm on side. Yeah. And if you've no, got it's... any tips on how to attract trashy men, uh, just be, a wo- be a woman. <laughs> yeah. That's, they show up. They just show up. Be a woman, Chris. I'll, I'll, I'll look in. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, um, two more. Um, it's the big sort of the important one, the one that I would um and are about for many hours. We've got space for mm-hmm. a bar snack mm-hmm. or a food item and your favourite ever 
drink. Doesn't have to be a beer behind our bar. So let's start with All right. food. I think. Um, what we go at the Two Sawyers, they have a pub mix, and I have no idea what it is, but it's literally you just order the spicy pub mix, and it's like. The spicy that sounds fucking brilliant. Is that, for you? Is there like <laughs> pub mix and then the option well, for spicy? Or is it just coming spicy? One is salted and one is spicy. Do, do you not know what it is because you only order it when there's football on and you no, pay no I, attention he, to anything? Yeah, 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 like, 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 you don't know what the guy looked like, you don't know what you eat. <laughs> do you just stare at the screen? Are you like one of those and then genuinely I asked one of the barbacks one time I was like what do you call this she was like I don't know it's the spicy mix and I, did you call <laughs> yes. it barback yeah did you say barback that's what we call them here people of course behind the bar mm-hmm. oh that's a good name that makes it sound more sporty than we have it as a barback bar yep. I think barback mm-hmm. barback yeah barback's nice I quite like it ooh quite um yeah Quite well, well yeah, because then if a, if a, if a barback drops a glass, your commentary side will come out, Gav, like, oh, the barback has dropped the glass. It's not going to be a drop out. The fans. Will he get the next pint in? No. He's out of back. Is he going to do a double? Will he do a double? Will he do a double? No, it's a fucking single. So it's got to be crunchy or salty, or in this case, I liked the spicy. It wasn't barbecue flavored. British barbecue flavor is different than barbecue, real barbecue. Sorry, guys, but this is real barbecue here. So huh. British barbecue yeah. is sort of like a a hint of what I feel like it's the the, the shadow of barbecue that Brits imagine barbecue tastes like without actually having trying it. Yeah, the, and have it. We have get it the here, you know that is a sausage in charcoal. A barbecue is a sausage in charcoal. That's all we want. And but. You you've been describing flavors. We don't actually know. No, it's like, like a crunchy. It's like a, yeah. it's or, like a text mix type thing. It, some of it's crunchy. There's like there's oh, some peanuts what, in like, it. There's like like yeah, there's some like crispy. Stuff. It's crunchy. And, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Bom- Bombay mix. Is it just okay. like Bombay I, mix? I have- I have could no be idea. A mix. You yeah. need to start paying more attention when you're in pub. This could be dangerous <laughs> you know, situation. Though, I did ask. I you asked what it was in... called, and she told me it was the spicy pub mix. Yeah, spicy mix. <laughs> poison, poison. spicy mix. So, but if if that's not available, it's usually salted crisp or a bowl of nuts. Okay, you know? just just well, spicy, just yeah, spicy, spicy, pub, mix. spicy yeah. pub mix is on the sorry, list. Sorry, plain salted or salt and vinegar. Chris. Do you know? I don't normally like the vinegar, but I had um, in Scotland Mackey's salted vi- vinegar ch- crisps, and that was the first time I'd ever liked vinegar on crisps. Okay. Yeah, I don't like mm-hmm. them. I like cheese and onion. I hate I onion. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Like fair medium has been reached. <laughs> so basically, we're, 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 getting, yes. we're getting cheese yeah. and salt crisps. That is how you do international diplomacy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, with well, the final question then, what drink are we putting behind the bar, Aaron? Lock in. Um, I think we're gonna have to go with my bully wheat, my boulevard wheat from Kansas City. Cool. Okay. Which is okay. the beat. Uh, on in a can uh, draft, draft. Draft first, yeah. bottle talk, second, talk, and third. Talk, talk to us about it. what is it, like percentage wise? Uh, it's, 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 yeah, it's a wheat, wheat beer. beer. Um it's unfiltered. Yeah, it's Kansas nice. City's um unfiltered wheat. Bully, bully, bully wheat. Hmm. My second, uh, my second Boulevard is Good. usually pale ale, and then they do a red in March for St. Patrick's Day. What percentage is it? You know, I don't know. <laughs> you I need know. to start paying more yeah. attention. <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah. you're eating random things. You thought you were random totally fucked. That's what's important. I know, I know my limit. I know okay, my limit, that's, but that's I don't good. know what the number is. Yeah, I'm, I'm just worried. You're talking to random people without being able to identify them later. You're eating random objects without no knowing objects. what they are. Just what flavour? Hold on. <laughs> yeah. The most memorable one was a salmon pie because you're never going to forget <laughs> that, are you? Yes. Yeah. Never eaten fish before. Yeah. Eesh. Oh. Uh, well. What a journey. Yes. So we went for the Rockabelly Deli at number three, just before we do a bit mm-hmm. of tailgating. Yeah. Then we went for the two Sawyers, where we had a fish pie, a salmon fish pie. The, no f- less. And the uh-huh. first ever mm-hmm. fish pie. The first, the first, yeah. first ever fish pie. Yeah. Salmon pie. And then, unfortunately, the welly, as good as your first ever lock-in was, it wasn't nearly the religious experience we were hoping for. 
So you've mm-hmm. got the Montpellier mm-hmm. yep. at number one. Um, sticking behind our bar, we've got the old spicy pub mix, but it could be any old jazz. <laughs> and then the beer Careful we've that got... last word, Chris. Um... <laughs> the beer we've got in the lock-in is um, the old Kansas yep. Boulevard wheat. Huh? There you go. So, trashy men, stay away. <laughs> trashy men, stay away. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, perfect. Thank you. Thanks, Aaron. Cheers. Well, that's our first episode of season two. Thank you for the wonderful Erin Hartnett for coming on and telling us that if you're in Kansas, the only place to go is Strange Days Brewery. And if you think you can top stranger things to put in pies, um, feel free to get in touch with us at thepodcallpodcast at gmail.com. And join us next week for our second show in the second series. So it's got to be a bit lucky and it'll be amazing, hopefully. Not sure, but I'm sure it will. So see you next week, Lawless. Okay, we all know what's going on at the end of this podcast, Karen. Aaron, can you send us a picture of your of your um growler? What? <laughs> no, for the uh, no. Keep that in, darling. Yeah, can you Keep send it because we can put that on Instagram? So you can send a picture of that ah. and the bar if you ever pass it or whatever. Yes. Yep. Cool. Yep. Yeah, don't stick that in. That's That'd disgusting. That no, just... you're, Chris, you're uh, being perverted. Uh, coming in.